0: In several places throughout scripture, God tells you and me to rejoice. In fact, rejoicing is commanded. God requires it. I want you to hear today that it is necessary that your life includes rejoicing. This is not optional. For example, Philippians 4:4 4, 4 says, "Rejoice in the Lord always." Again, I will say, rejoice. And 1 Thessalonians 5:16 puts it simply, rejoice always. To rejoice is to have great joy or delight in response to something. If you hear good news, you rejoice. If you have a delightful experience or receive a desirable gift, you rejoice. In other words, joy is not a commodity you buy at the market. You do not manufacture joy or download it on demand. Thus, I cannot give you my joy or take from your joy. We have great joy when we believe certain truths or experience a certain reality. In such cases, joy is prompted or provoked as we engage and internalize the truth. To help us in our pursuit of joy, I want us to see from where it springs. The following passages teach us that the purest and richest source of joy comes from our deliverance from sin to delight in our Savior. In Luke chapter 10, the 72 returned from their ministry with joy, amazed at what they were able to accomplish in Jesus' name. And in verse 20, the Lord told them, Do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Yes, it's amazing they cast out demons and healed the sick, but a deeper, more significant, joy-producing reality is our eternal life in Christ, which was purchased in the past and with promised fulfillment in the future. Thus we read in Psalm 118, 24, This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Often that verse is quoted to refer to the present day, but its actual reference is to the day of salvation, the day Jesus reigns on his throne victorious over sin and death. It's a day the Lord designed and executed on the cross. It's a day we anticipate with much joy, because when we see him, our hearts will exceedingly rejoice. According to Peter, this salvation is ready to be revealed in the last day and God's power guards us through faith as we wait, so that even if we experience trials in this life, we still rejoice. We rejoice with a joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory because we are obtaining the outcome of our faith, namely the salvation of our souls. No matter life's circumstances or the battle raging within our hearts, we can say with the psalmist my heart shall rejoice in your salvation." The reason we rejoice with such confidence is because we trust in his steadfast love. We take refuge in him and rejoice. You see, our joy is connected to our hope. As we apply our faith to everyday life and to the hardships we face, and as we confidently anticipate the fulfillment of God's promises, we rejoice. We rejoice in the past grace displayed in Christ's death for us. We rejoice in the down payment of that grace which takes the form of God's love poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, and we rejoice in the fullness of our final salvation. Even if, or perhaps especially if, we are persecuted, we rejoice because our reward is great in heaven. Another helpful passage is Habakkuk 3, 17 19. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit beyond the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food. The flock be cut off from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. During this time, God's people exchanged the pleasures of the promised land for the pains of captivity. They went from prosperity to poverty, from comforts to calamity, and yet the prophet rejoiced. Why? He continues, I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God, the Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on my high places. His spiritual happiness is grounded in God who is faithful and strong. He will deliver. He is trustworthy. He keeps me from stumbling or slipping. He draws me to himself. He rejoices over me and I rejoice in him because he is the God of my salvation. He saves me from sin, death, and hell so that I can delight in him. In his presence is fullness of joy, and at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. God's given you convincing reasons to rejoice. So today, let's seek the Lord, renew our mind with gospel promises, take heart, and rejoice. He commands it, and he also compels it.